Welcome to the Uptown Parlay Podcast. Overreaction Tuesday with G Dad and X. Hey folks, happy her happy holidays. Ho ho ho. Santa came to town last weekend, got you some winners. Ace, let's find out who won and who lost. It's a good limited fake Santa you got going. Uh last week, my father went seven and four against the spread. His only losers were the Bengals, the Giants, the Packers, and the Jaguars. Won on all the other picks. Picked against my Bears. Won that with the Browns. Um, actually, that was a push, but it was minus two and a half at the time we were talking, so I'll give count that as a win. Took it early on Tuesday, as you should have, which is why we put these picks out every Tuesday. Uh, the dad picks are pretty valuable in that aspect because if you're picking this early in the, in the week, you get a little bit jump on everything. You took the Chiefs, which is pretty obvious. Texans who came back. Uh, the Niners. The Rams. Good win for them. The Dolphins who won without Tyreek. And the Lions who put the beat them down on those sorry, sorry, sorry Broncos. Kind of ended this. Sorry, sorry who? Broncos. No, they're, they're not. No, please. They're sorry. They're not sorry, sorry. Yeah, they are. They the started Jag- out the season one and five. The Jaguars are sorry, sorry. No, the, the Bears Jaguars are, are sorry, sorry. New England is sorry, sorry. Denver's just one sorry. Come on, be fair. Uh, Denver has a $40 million quarterback, and they will be drafting in the lottery, <laughs> so to speak. Not the lottery, but they will be. They will have a top 10. Actually, no, they won't. They'll have a top 12 pick. They won't. The team, do you think, uh, were you surprised that the Chargers fired their head coach? Absolutely what not. On Thursday? What, what surprised me this year about coaches is yeah. that they're firing coaches in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, what difference does it make firing him now? You oh, because you got to pay him anyway, so you might as well get the money. No, not, it's not paying him. You have four games to go. Okay. So you're gonna have an interim coach for four games and start looking for somebody. You let the guy finish out the season. You know he knows he's getting fired. You know Belichick knows that he's gonna walk away. You let them finish it. Changing coaches with four games to go. Changing coaches in football, um, unless you do it in the first game and you and you're upgrading the guy who's already there, it really doesn't make sense because football is is like the army. It's regimented. It's rigid. It's very, very orderly. And for a new guy to come in, now you have to learn his signals. You have to learn how he wants things done. It's not flex. It's not like basketball or baseball where you can get rid of a manager and a team might start winning just because of different personalities there. In football, you have to, you know, so that didn't make sense to me, but I'm not surprised. They probably shouldn't have brought him in after, you know, after last year. After they blew it in the playoffs. Yeah, and he's, he's he's a losing coach every year. He's got one of the top three quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Um, he's got one of the top five running backs in the league. Yeah. He never developed a defense. So, you know, yeah, he had to go. And he's a defensive coordinator, which is kind of ridiculous. And he's a D.C. You're a D.C. and you can't get a defense. I mean, you know, you got to go. I'm sorry. You got to go. Oh, sorry. I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's not like I'm, you know, friends with Austin Eckler or something. I know Keenan Allen. I'm not going to be talking to them tomorrow. So, you know, they probably like the guy. He got them the ball. Well, got them paid. Except for Eckler. Eckler wanted more money. And he's give me his number. Money. We'll see. 
give me Eckler's number and I'll call him up and see if he'll get on a podcast for you. <laughs> I think he has some prior engagements on some bigger, uh, more nationally known people. Hey, you we'll never know. Some things here. Uh, do you, do you, are you surprised by how bad Dallas played this week? No. Considering Dallas, Josh Dallas, Allen didn't actually have a great game. Dallas is not a road team. They're great at home. They're souped up at home. They're, they're America's team at home. They got a $5 billion stadium, and they're worth $20 billion or whatever the heck it is. They're not a road team. They have a good defense. The offense is is average. It's it's yeah. average. Um, and, again, Buffalo came out. Their, their, co- their coach is, to me, not as much as a tactician as he is a manager. He had them fired up. They were ready to go. They were, that defense was killing. Buffalo head coach. Yes. Gotcha. Buffalo, they, they, the defense came out, and they were smacking people around. Yeah. Dallas tried to retaliate, and, and their retaliation from watching the game seemed more dirty than retaliatory. Buffalo came out and was hitting people like the old days. I don't I don't expect Dallas to win more. They have four games left, I think, or five. They have three games left? There's only three games left. I expect them to lose two out of the three. You don't even know who they're playing. They're going to lose to Philly. You sure about that? Well, actually, they, no, they don't have any more games against Philadelphia, I don't believe. Oh, they got the Giants, right? I think they have uh, Washington, so they're pretty lucky. Oh, no. They're going to they're gonna beat Washington. Dallas is going to Miami. And then they're, they're home to Detroit, lose. and then they're going to Washington at the end of the season. So they're going to get to 11 gonna, and 6. Yeah, they're going to lose to Detroit. They're going to lose to Miami. You think the Detroit Lions are going to have a 12-win season? That'd be amazing. The Lions, um, they hit a little – all the teams hit a wall about game between games 9 and 11, maybe 9 and 12. Okay, so they hit their wall. They're back now. You believe me now when I say the Baltimore Ravens are going to go to the Super Bowl? No, I Why? don't. Do I, I just, I just don't see it. I see, I still see Jackson getting hurt. Um, they struggled to win Sunday. Okay. Um, I, I just don't see it. They I'm not going to say. Points, I'm not going to say no, but I'm telling you to put your money on the other team. Okay. So even if they have home field, because they got a game on Miami. I'm picking Miami to go to the Super Bowl. Really? Yes. So Miami's defense is healthy. Miami's defense. Hey, Waddle, Waddle is, according to him, just as fast. And if he's not, he's half a second slower. Yeah. You know, they they it's not like they don't have um it's not like they don't have um talented uh offensive players. I see them. I see Miami is is going to the Super Bowl still. Now I'm saying put your money in Miami, but you can make a safe bet like you guys like safe bets. Okay, put put five dollars on on Baltimore, but I put my hundred dollars on Miami. I hear what you're now, saying. what about what about my NFC my NFC pick from way back in September October when we started? San Francisco. San Francisco. They so went into the but they're un- been unusually healthy. They hit the wall, and everybody, oh, oh, but hey, once you hit the wall, 
Yeah. And for those of you who ever ran track, you know what the wall is. You hit the wall, you feel like you can't go on, then you get your second win, and boom, you make it to the finish line. So all these teams are on their second win that are that are out here gutting it out. The one, no, not all of them. Um, the, the, you know who's gutting it out? I was proud of them for gutting it out, even though they didn't look good doing it. Um, the Jaguars, they beat Atlanta. No, no, they, no. You're talking about the Panthers. Oh, I'm sorry, the Panthers. Big, big cat. They they gutted it out. They gutted it out. You know, they played. They played pretty good, even mm -hmm. though even though Atlanta is not that good. They played pretty good. They gutted it out. Um, you know who's gutting it out? Who's trying to gut it out? Tennessee. Yeah. They're trying. The Rams are definitely gutting it out. Yes. You know? Um, but but the other ones that have hit the wall, the quality teams, Philly, the Ravens, Miami, um, Kansas City's gutting it out. I don't know what's going on with that team. I still think losing Eric and Tyreek is what hurt them. Because, again, you have to get used to somebody else's system. And it doesn't happen overnight like in other sports. It's not that easy. It really so, lets me know that Andy Reid really, really, really wasn't involved with the play call. Because if he was, there shouldn't have been that much of a drop-off. Well, maybe he wasn't. But I know Eric Biemini had a lot to do with it. Also, um, the Patriots' defense, I'll give him credit for being above average. They're trying. Their defense is gutting it out. But the Niners, the Niners are coming back. The Rams are trying to gut it out. Seattle's just done as far as I'm concerned. Um, really? All the quarterbacks who look sharp, they're coming back to earth. Um, the Italian Stallion in Jersey and in, in the Jersey Giants. Um, the, the Spaceman in uh, Minneapolis. He got benched. Um, they're coming back to earth, I'm saying. Yeah. Wilson with the Jets. Yeah. Um, Geno Smith with New England, I mean, with Seattle. Yeah. They're all, they're all coming back to earth. Ritter's coming back to earth. Not that he ever left, <laughs> but he's coming back to earth. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 settling down. The riffraff is falling through the through the, the the screen and the cream is rising to the top. Well, right now, your LA Rams are the seventh seed, so they will be in the playoffs. And it's currently, possible. as it stands, if Philadelphia wins or Philadelphia loses, they will be playing the Philadelphia Eagles in the first round. Yeah, that that may be a problem for them. Yeah, I think playing outside in the cold weather game in January will be an issue. But who knows how healthy Philadelphia is going to be? And the Rams' <laughs> offense and defense looks pretty solid. Um, Minnesota somehow is still in the playoffs at seven and seven. New Orleans is doing a pretty good job of trying to chase them down. They're also seven and seven. Tampa is leading that division at seven and seven. So at least we won't have a terrible team from the NFC South. They're all not really playing well. Well, like you said, there's but, three games to go. I don't know that we, the Bucks are going to wind up ten and seven. That's true, or eleven and seven, right? Because the eighteen games now. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I don't see the Vikings making the playoffs. Who's going to come and get them? Because the only team um, behind them are New Orleans, Seattle, Atlanta. It, it, it could be the Saints. Um, I see Seattle. You know, Seattle. It could be Seattle. It could be the Saints. I just don't see the Vikings um, surviving. I also don't see the Bucks surviving. I will say means, this. With the, no. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. 
which means the Saints are going to win that division. Yeah, the NFC South. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have the Saints catching up to Tampa. Catching who? Catching up to Tampa Bay. Catching up to the Bucs. Yes, I see them. I see them taking over Tampa Bay. Because, listen, again, I see um, Mr. Mr. Commercial is coming back to land, coming back down again. He's they had a couple one, of good games. They have two things in their favor, though. Say that again? The Buccaneers have two things in their favor. They have Carolina to end the season. And before that, they're home against New Orleans. Listen, Carolina Carolina might surprise people. In the, they might surprise people in the last couple of games. They're going to surprise anybody. Okay. They, they surprised Atlanta Sunday. Nine. No, Atlanta's just terrible, and that was a bad oh. weather game. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. You beat you're somebody in the monsoon. You don't. You're not getting credit for that. It doesn't mean I you're see. a good team. You're telling me that that Atlanta, yes, is a terrible team. Yes. But would you admit that would Carolina? Would you admit that Carolina is a worse team? Carolina has less talent on offense. Yes. So the worst team beat the bad team. Does it make the worst team a little better now? No, because oh. of their second win of the season. It took a hellacious thunderstorm for them to be able to even stay in the game with three field goals from 30 yards each. Atlanta played in the same hurricane. Yes, and they scored one touchdown. The Cowboys played in the same cold weather as Buffalo. No. Buffalo okay. had a running game. That, that if, if, if we're, now, that's the other now. To me, that's why... That, that's that why. surprising. That's why the coach of Dallas, I've never been a fan. He's not adaptable. No one in his staff figured out that maybe Buffalo is going to come at us with the run because they know we have a great pass rush. No one thought about that. And all they did was kept shoving the ball. My man had nine, Allen had 97 yards. Yeah. There were games he gets 97 yards in a quarter. Yes. He had 90. The running game at 290-something yards? Oh, my God. Come on. No one thought about that? No one sitting upstairs in the box with the water and the air conditioning and the heat? Thought of, maybe, maybe, we need to, maybe we need to take out number 11 or let's put in some guys who can stop the run? I mean, come on. That's I'm watching it on TV, and I can see that. I would Back to the, your point about Atlanta and Carolina, that was the worst game of football I think I've seen. No, the worst game was the Jets in New England. No, that's coming up. Oh, you mean earlier in the year? Earlier in the year. I don't think it'd be worse than that. That Carolina game was pretty bad because they have three guys on offense that they've drafted in the top 10. Yeah. For whatever reason, their head coach, Arthur Smith, refuses to feature them or call plays for them directly. And it seems odd. It's like he's trying to prove a point by what he's doing. But maybe he's just playing to the strengths of his quarterback, and that's really what's limiting his offense, in fairness to him. Or maybe those guys are not as good as their draft position. People put a lot of people put, people put a lot of um emphasis and a lot of strengths on draft positions. Your draft positions have nothing to do with how good you're gonna be or, or how that's great fair. you can be. It has nothing to do with it. But they're um, on the field. Yeah, they're on the field. They're starting. So yeah. why are they? Okay. It feels like they're going to other people intentionally. Like they're calling plays for other players while they're out there. It feels. I, I, listen, I see them in the next couple of years with all these little kids they got. Mm-hmm. I see them getting better. 
Okay. I see them as up and coming. We'll yeah. see what happens. And and the owner apparently has faith in the coach. So we'll see what happens. He does. He does have faith in the coach. I'd also like to point out that's the same owner who had faith in Michael Vick, too. So Hey, listen. He you believed what, him too. You say what you want. Okay. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna hop on the, the anti Vic bandwagon. It's okay? not the anti Vic thing. It's more of I don't trust this owner's judgment. Don't tell me the owner believes in somebody. Vic you know Vic was I mean? a superstar. Vic was a superstar for them, wasn't he? He was. Okay. Uh back you, know, you know who deserves to be fired? Mm. Um besides the guy in Chicago. He Dave Bowl in New York deserves to be fired. Really? For the Giants? The, Salah and um, Salah and the Jets deserve to be fired. You want to fire all the New York area coaches? No, no. Both the Jersey coaches need to be fired. To New York area? The Chicago? No. That's not the New York. The New York area stops at the Hudson River. Let's stop the madness. <laughs> okay? When you go to L.A. and you're on, on, US, on Interstate 10, 40 miles away from downtown L.A., the sign says L.A. Yeah. When you're in New Jersey on the turnpike and you're five minutes, you're a minute away from, from across the Hudson River, the sign doesn't say welcome to New York. Sure. You're still in New Jersey. Fair enough. Okay. So the Jersey teams, both those coaches need to go. The Chicago coach needs to go. And the Denver coach needs to go. You don't, Sean Payton. Sean Payton needs to go. He has outlived his usefulness. He is think, not. He has think not. That style of coaching is no longer useful. He has not adapted to the players that he has. I think he's lost the team personally. The way they play, the way they walk around, the way their heads hangs down. There's no enthusiasm on the sidelines. I think he's lost the team. He needs to go. His time is done. Belichick doesn't necessarily need to go. He just doesn't have the players that he used to have. When you're winning, everybody wants to play for you, even if they take less money. Do you judge him more for that? Because he's the one actually picking these players. He's the GM of that team. No, no. Listen, the, the, when when you're winning, people want to come play for you. Yes, but he bought the groceries that led Is to the it, losing. No, here's my point. Is it surprising that when the Giants were winning, everybody wants to play for the Giants? No. And then when they stopped winning, they never they, no, they didn't get any stars anymore? Same thing happened in New England. Why? Where we're winning all the time, everybody wants to come there. The best players will come there for less money. But when you start losing, nobody wants you anymore. I think Belichick might still have some use in him if he had a team with some people. I heard somebody say he should go to San Diego. I don't know. You believe the rumors that he might go to the Chargers? I don't believe it because I think Belichick is just going to walk into the sunset. You think he's going to quit? He's not going to try to break uh, Shula's record. He's almost as old as I am. Come on. Yeah, he's only a and, year. And I'm old, okay? But he, Yeah, but he's in a job where he makes about $15 million a year. And, and what does the money have to do with him walking away? The money is the respect that he's earned. And also, what else is he going to do? He seems to love coaching. Are you suggesting that he stays for the money? I'm suggesting that the money and the power are what motivates him. It's both. Well, I have a question for you. How about the fact that before Brady and these other guys got there on the defense, when he was in, in um, Cleveland, he stunk. 
when he was with the Jets for a minute, he stunk. He he never coached now, literally. Well, he was there for a minute. He was involved with player with with getting players to come there, and then he quit to go to New England. How about before Brady? He stunk. How about after Brady? He stunk. Maybe he is just a mediator, a mediator coach. He's had one winning season, but you're right. It's better when you have all Hall of Fame players. All all I'm saying though is he might be still useful. Sean Payton is a dud. And I I hear what you're saying, which is why I always thought Parcells was a bit overrated as a coach. And I think that way of coaching is um, you can't really do that to people. You can't beat them down, and yell at them, yell at them, yell at them. Because from my generation on, and I'm not a young man by any means, I'm entering middle age rapidly. You can't just tell people what you don't want. You have to tell them what you do. You have to be more of a motivator like um, Shanahan. You you or, you can't be um, you can't be entering middle age quickly because I'm not that old. So let's not get carried away. But no, the point is, those kind of Belichick, I mean, Parcells was a good coach for his time. Football has changed. Now, yes. instead of tackling people, people swipe at the ball, the guy gets another 10 yards. Instead of taking the ball into the end zone, now if you swipe the ball across the line a little bit, it's a touchdown. The game has gotten softer, so the coaching has got to get softer. I so I agree with you. That. I agree with you. I push but, back against the game getting that much softer, considering how many injuries and concussions we still have. No, no, no. Who's getting Who's getting hurt? The quarterbacks. Everybody's getting hurt. You know why the quarterbacks are getting hurt? Because when you play football, you have to spend five or six weeks with hitting drills. And the quarterbacks don't get hit. They're taught not to get hit. If somebody breathes on them, like Brady for his whole 29-year career, where's the flag? Where's the flag? Look at all the quarterbacks. Even well, even, yeah. even the tough guys like Allen. If somebody comes close to him and he decides to run and he gets hit, where's the flag? Where's the flag? Come on, man. This is turning into touch football. You can tell because there's no tackling. We're swiping at the ball, and when you swipe at the ball, a guy gets 20 yards. We're doing rugby. We're playing rugby. I'd like okay. to point out. I'd like to point out your complaints about them swiping up the ball have literally been consistent the entire three years that we've been doing this. Has it has, has it changed? The, you know why they do that? Because they're being coached to do that. This can't be by accident. Exactly. And you know no, why they're being coached to do that? To do this because they're not coached to tackle. You're not coached. You're not allowed. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to hit people anymore. No one came across the middle. 15, 20 years ago, would I get knocked out? If you came across the middle, you were knocked out. Now, if they have a, a, a what they, what, what I used to, we used to call a butterfly, two guys come together and they split across. Now that if you do something like that, you cross each other, even in an X, they're going to call you for pass, offensive pass interference because they're going to say you blocked the guy from, you know, come on. It's they turning into, the game. it's two-handed touch. And now they have this tackle, they're going to stop. I think it's called a hip tackle. They're going to legislate yeah, that out. Guy, and then you fall down and pull him down with you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so, so now we're going we're going to flag football, and then after that, we're going to two and touch. I think it's too difficult. I think the offensive players have too much of an advantage, but um, that's the game that they want. So let's let the, the same well, way. We're going to have to emphasize tackling again, as opposed to trying to get strips. The same way the Pro Bowl has turned into um, 
or junior high um or junior high varsity um olympics it's the same thing's gonna happen to football. Well, that was because players don't want to get hurt and things like that so they've just kind of they, they've i mean i i like the pro bowl before but people weren't really hitting and the game was kind of you know indifferent and nobody was really watching although i was actually watching listen i don't mind Back to hawaii that's just i didn't mind it the pro bowl which used to be for real i didn't mind it to turn into an nba all-star game where everybody gets a dunk but now it's a junior high, junior high, junior varsity Olympics. Who can throw the ball? Who can run? They they literally play flag football. I mean, yeah. come on, man. It's gonna be flag football again, so you can tune out for that. It's a comment on society. Society's gotten soft and weak. You hey, say hey, this, you lose hey, your job. Let's focus. Give me a let's, break. Let's let's focus here. It's a com football is a commentary on American life. It is on not, American society. It, it's not that deep, and we're trying we, to. We're going off the rails here. And I'm, okay. I'm going to end up editing this out anyway. Let me let me turn the let me turn the car let me turn the May back back. Okay. All right, Boomer. Let's go. We're back on the road. What was the most disappointing game you saw this week? The most disappointing. Wait a minute. What happened to you? I'm right here. You well, they need to know that I don't know what the heck I'm doing with this stupid computer. Oh, there it is. The most disappointing game. Let me let me let me look at my notes. Okay. Hold on one second here. Yeah, please check your notes. This is riveting radio we're doing right here. The most, where's it at? The most disappointing game. Um, you know, one of the most exciting games was the Brown game. The Bears, Brown Bears. Really, yeah, the Brown Bears. The Bears really, um, really came to play. They yeah. played pretty well. They did good. They did good. I give them that. I think um, I think it'll be a mistake for them to try to replace Fields with the rookie and start over due to the money. I've always told you to replace Fields. I've never been yeah, a Fields fan. You don't believe in his style of play, but that's because you don't like running quarterbacks. No, there's but nothing he didn't wrong. Actually, run so. There's nothing wrong with a running quarterback when the quarterback runs out of necessity, not when the, you all your plays revolve around your quarterback running. You're going to get killed again. Like the most disappointing game to me was Kansas City and New England. They should have scored 100 points on Kansas City. I mean, on New England. Yeah. And they they, was, they struggled through the whole game. Just because they won by 10, they struggled through the whole game. That was the most disappointing. I was also kind of disappointed by Green Bay. Their defense, I mean... My God, the the backfield, the the D backs and the safeties. I don't know what they were doing back there. When you when you let Mister Commercial hit all, I mean, it was crazy. I would like just, to point out that he had a perfect passer rating. Yeah, of course, he's playing against me and my 99 99 year old mother. We were playing defense back there. Four touchdowns, zero interceptions, twenty two for twenty eight. 381 yards for Baker Mayfield. You missed the I point. Why teams, I, I see why teams believed in him and thought that he could be a, a start. Uh, the point is, he's playing defense. I was checking his receivers. My 99-year-old mother was team. checking his receivers. No, nope, that's an NFL team. That he was did, you, did you see the game? Did you see the game? I saw the game. I saw, I saw clips of the game. I Everybody who ran a route was open. Everybody was open. Give me but a break. But he has the same amount of time to practice, you know what I'm saying? Ridiculous. 
some not of the staff. The, 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 Brown, the Browns um, Bears game was exciting because of the way it ended. Okay. Yeah, dropped a lot of passes. There was two touchdown passes they had. Yes. Uh, I mean, he could have. I don't know. I don't understand how he missed that. Um, maybe he was falling down at an angle that we couldn't see on TV. But, um, that you know, they should have probably won their game. That's a bit disappointing. My favorite game, of course, was uh, Miami. And not because they blew out the Jets who stink, but because the offense was rocking and rolling. They're back to rocking and rolling. They've got their second win. The stitch is gone. Yeah. And they look like a very complete team. Absolutely. That's why I took them over, over um, the Ravens. All right. Are you ready for your dad picks? Let's hear the ho, ho, ho. It's Christmas. You already won your Christmas money. So now we're just going to win money for New Year's. Let's go. All right. I'm going to give you all of the teams that are really playing for the playoffs here. So we're going to skip yep. some of the uh, terrible games that okay. know, people are going to watch. You got the Saints at the Rams. The Rams are favored by four points. Both teams I, have seven wins and seven losses. Take the Rams. Rams are at home, by the way. Take the Rams. Give up the four points. What's the over-under? The over-under is 44 and a half. Take the under. Okay. Next up, we have the Next Bengals up. at the Steelers. The Bengals are eight and six. The Steelers are seven and seven. And the Steelers are starting... No one's favorite player, Mason Rudolph, who got last time we saw him, he got hit in the helmet, hit in the head with a helmet by Miles Garrett. I'm a great fan, a great fan of the Steelers going back to the Steel Curtain, mm. okay, 50 years ago. But I can't pick them this time. There's yeah. something going on with them. There's no energy. There's no, there's no enthusiasm. There's no fire. And Miles Garrett, and I forgot the guy on the other side. They've got two of the best um, end no, no, rushers. No, it's not the Browns. I'm sorry. This is the Bengals. The oh, Bengals. the Bengals. Okay. Yeah, but they're back up. I got to go with the Bengals. Gotcha. They've got a they've got a quarterback that's ten times better. They've got receivers that are ten times better. So I got to go with the Bengals. What's the over under? Uh, the over under on that game is thirty eight points. I would take the under. I take the the I'd take the Bengals with the points. That's going to be a lot of terrible football. If that game is really up. I hope you write my picks down. I'm writing them down as we speak. Keep okay. Next. Lions at the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are underdogs. They're getting three points at home. Take the take the Lions with the points. What's the over under? The over under for that game is pretty high. It's forty seven. Wow. Mm, I wouldn't touch that one. I would go under. You know why? The only thing that the Vikings have been doing well is stopping the other team from scoring. So yeah, I'm not I got you. Gonna win, but I will say I don't expect this game to be near the fifties. Mm, I got you. Well, I wouldn't touch it, but I'm definitely taking the Lions. Another de facto playoff game. We have the Jaguars at the Buccaneers. The Battle of Florida. Eight and six Jags versus the seven and seven Bucks were leading their division. The Buccaneers are favored by one point. Tampa Bay against the Jaguars. Yes, Jacksonville. Tampa I can't. Seven. I can't touch that one. I'm sorry. All right, that's fair. We have who 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 is who is America's team playing? America's team, aka the non-America's team, Dallas Cowboys, 
are playing the Miami Dolphins original America's team, team of the 70s. The team for one year, 73 of the 70s. They won three Super Bowls in the 70s, correct? No. Yes, they, they did. They won one, I think. Google it. Look it okay. up. When I know you were off. there, but your memory is shaky. I'm going to take Miami. They're playing in Miami. They're playing in Miami, and Miami just has to win by two points. Take Miami with the over-under? Over-under is 51. It's a million. That's that's ridiculous. It's 51 points. That I would is... take the under. You think? I'd take the under. Because the game, the game could easily be 31-28. Hmm? It could be 31-28, but I'm going to take the under. I think um, Dak Prescott got very limited, and we've seen that Dallas can't run the ball. And he's Miami, not at home. No, no, but what Miami did, which was very smart, is I they went out and they signed a veteran pass rusher to just come in and rush the pass. When Jalen Phillips went out, they were like, we're going to get Jason Pierre-Paul. Mm-hmm. Lives down here. It'd be real easy. And all he does is just come in and rush, rush, rush. He did that with Tampa, and he won a Super Bowl ring, so he's got to be pretty good. Even though he's he, like did he win one with the Giants, too? Yeah, he was drafted by them on the U.S. Okay. Um, so they, they got they got the one-handed man, and I'm the one-legged man, huh? All right. He's got four fingers on that hand out there. Okay. I'll show some respect. Who's Green Bay playing? Uh, oh, nobody cares. Yeah, but I'll give it to anyone. They're going to the uh, Carolina Panthers. They should be breaks off. I'm going to take Green Bay. Yeah. What's the over-under? It is 36 and a half points. Wow, that's I'm very gonna, well. I'm going to take the over. The over. Write that one down, folks. We got the over, and we got Green Bay with the points. Right. Who else we got? I'll give you another uh, difficult one. The Ravens at the 49ers, Monday Night Football again, 11-3 versus 11-3. The 49ers are at home, and they're favored by six. They got take the 49ers. What's the over-under? It is 46. I would take the over, and I'd take the 49ers with the six. We'll be announcing my picks later because there are some injuries that I want to sort out with that. But um, you know how I the mm-hmm. Ravens have the fastest linebackers in the league, and I think that's going to make the difference in them being able to stop the Niners. And the Niners have the best offense in the league. Uh, statistically, no, but in terms of winning games, yes. Okay. I know that sounds weird to say, but they don't generate as many yards as the Dolphins. I understand. They don't generate I, as I many understand. points as the Cowboys. And, and, if you're, and if you're doing this to make a couple of dollars for fun by betting on them, just, you can't lose. The numbers got to matter. You know you what I'm saying? Like, you can't you win lose. by a field goal and you don't win by a touchdown, the Ravens cover. I'm just saying. Put me down, put G Dad down as a show bet. A show bet a for win. the 49ers. A win. Just straight up win. I got you. But you took them with the points too. So. With the points and the over. Uh, the Raiders can still technically not eliminate it. The Chiefs are at home against the Raiders. The Chiefs are minus ten. Would you bet that game? Wait a minute. You're telling me the rate the 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 Raiders are favored? No, the Raiders are ten oh. underdogs. I gotta take the Chiefs. Ah, they're gonna be the over the, under. The over under is forty one points, which is kind of low for such. I'll, a- I'll take the over and the Chiefs. Chiefs with the points. And here's another silly discussion they were having on ESPN that I thought might interest or might not. 
but it'll give you a chance to just go off on a rant like you like to do. Who do you think is the MVP this season? Of the league? Of the league. Who do you think is going to win the MVP? Hmm, it's an interesting question. Um, who's going to win? Well, if if tag 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 wins out the next three games, if he wins out the next three games, Purdy, you talking about Brock Purdy? No, no. Um, Tagli Tagliabue, what's his name? Paul Tagliabue. And and um in Miami. Oh, Tonga Vailoa. Yeah. <laughs> if he wins out, I think he'll get it. I think he'll get it. Mm-hmm. Tua. Say his first day. If he wins out, I I I, I think I, I think for him. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's his name? That's fair. What's his name was flying in Philly. Ah, Jalen Hurts. But the last three games, he's kind of died. As, so if they win as, these last three, it won't matter. We'll get him the MVP. If he wins in a big fashion. Okay. You know, if he gets two or three touchdowns every game and one interception. For the three games, then he's you know he'll be the man because the team would have won fourteen games or something. I got a question for you: If Lamar beats the 49ers next week, none of this saying Lamar. Let's say the Ravens win that game in uh-huh. San Francisco. Right. Do you think Lamar can win the MVP then? Not 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 over um, Tua. Not over Hurts. Really? Yeah. Even Tua, though the 49ers Tua, down the, the, the Eagles. Tua has to win out and win, and he has to have good, great stats. And if the Ravens don't win out, they don't. He can't win. You don't think he can do it? I don't. He's I got don't it think, already. He's got one already. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I okay. Now, if they win out, he has great stats. They might just give him another one. Um, but for him, great stats means two touchdowns um, throwing and one running. He runs for like ninety yards a game, so I hear. Well, yeah, ninety yards and a touchdown or something. Yeah, then mm-hmm. he then then they'll give it to him, but yeah. I, I just don't see it. I mean, I, I mean, I've heard a lot of, I've seen a lot of articles about um, the the kid in um, San Francisco, McCaffrey. McCaffrey, he because he's second he, in touchdowns, only behind Mostert. So right, he's, he's getting touchdowns. So there's a lot of talk about that. So we'll see what happens. The man already has a thousand yards rushing and four hundred yards receiving. Yeah, so there's a chance. There's a chance. It's a quarterback award, but he is one of the best running backs I think we've seen since um Well, I'm not gonna get carried away. And Derek say Henry. That. I'm gonna say that he's one of the best running backs we've seen, seriously. I'm gonna say when he was in Carolina, yeah. he was so so. He's playing with a much better team, so he looks better. I'll say that. Better offensive line, yes. That's it. I'll, I'll say that. He looks amazing. I'm not, I've yeah. got to give credit where credit is due. Yes. You know, but the offensive line helps the quarterback, too. So, Birdie's the credit, the credit is due to the team. Yeah, but the MVP is an individual award. Yeah, and I'm saying he it's, benefits from and being it's ridiculous they do this in the NFL because it's the most team game of all of them. It's the least individual sport of all the sports that they give this award in. In the NBA, like there's a lot you can do on your own, and in baseball, it really is just you kind of out there hitting. It's you and your pitching. numbers, right? But he, in the NFL, they got to give it out to hype up he, the sport and promote he, it well. He benefits from the team. Yes, his previous team, he was he was just okay. Yeah, he showed flashes of greatness, 
but this team has made him great. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to get it, but it's a you know he benefits from their team. So what you want to see more is more tackling. I want to see football where where you know football was at one point popular because people could watch it and it would it would help them deal with their aggression. You think that still works? No. Like, because I see a lot of people fighting in these stands for no reason. If you because they're all drunk. The jackasses are drunk. They, and I don't know how they can afford it. First of all, it's a million dollars to get in a game. And then it's twenty million dollars to buy a ten ounce of beer. So they need twenty beers. They have a lot of money, boy, to spend on this crap. But that's besides the point. Um, that's why it's because they're drunk. What happens? I'm telling you, the game has gotten so soft. When you instead of tackling a guy, you worry about getting the ball out of his hand. In the meantime, he gets another 10, 15, 20 yards. Don't you think that was necessary for the player's health to prevent more head injuries? If you want to prevent head injuries, then stop playing football. Play two-hand touch. Play flag, play flag football. You're of the belief there's no safe way to play it, so just play there's it. There's no have. safe way to play it. There's none. All you right. know why? They're finding CE um, diagnosis in soccer players. Yes, because they take what people don't fail to realize is uh, running your head against a soccer ball that's being kicked at you about 40 miles an hour, not a great idea. Hitting a header and practicing that over and over and over and over again like they do in practice. So my argument is that CE is always going to be a component of sports. Some sports more than others, but it's going to be there. And if that's one of your concerns, then let's change the rules so that doesn't come up at all. Don't tell me one about player safety uh, when you know that CE is going to be there. You're, you're not eliminating it. You're trying to lessen it. Yes, yeah, so you take a guy out because he might have a concussion. So you take him out, and the next week he plays. You know, I mean, listen, guys, some people are just prone to concussions, okay? Um, I I know guys that, that run into a pick, and they fall down, and they're seeing stars. I know guys that run into the wall, and they just keep running. Some people may just be prone to that. I don't know. But if you don't want if you don't want CE, then let's stop. Uh, let's let's be real. Stop, I, I stop the thing. There's no safe way to play the game. That's There's fair. no safe way to play the game. I mean, in, in baseball, in baseball, people have gotten hit by a fastball in their heart area and yes. died. Yes, it happens. Yes. All I'm saying is that that's a that's a um that's a function of playing. And if you're gonna play, you have to know. That, that could happen you yeah. know for, for years people went to baseball games to catch a baseball once in a while once in a blue blue moon somebody would get hit in the head with a ball so now we put up fences so people can't catch balls but that's not why they did it they didn't do it to protect people they did it to stop people from suing them even though in the back of your ticket and every baseball game it says Beware, you could get hit by baseball and get hurt. This is the okay. worst episode of real sports ever, I just like to say. Say that again? It's the worst episode of real sports ever. 
I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just messing with you. Listen, by folks. The way, if you have a chance, catch the last episode of Real Sports. It's going to be premiering this week. I don't have it's HBO. I'm talking to the audience. I'm not talking to you. Oh, I'm okay. You, Dad. Sorry. Real Sports is a great show. It's been yeah. on forever. Uh, when I was rich and had HBO, I used to watch it. It's an excellent show. One of my they really shows. talk about real things. Yes, and they also talk about sports and, you know, the, the issues that exist in it and how it moves and all of that. And they're not talking heads. They're not talking just to to no. have people listen to them so they can make more money like all these idiots that you hear on and TV. I think, that's, I think the real sports journalism part of it is why they're getting rid of it. The same reason why ESPN got rid of Outside the Lines, sports reporters, no. all of that. I think I think they're getting rid of um, real sports because Brian Gumbel said he's quitting. So, oh, you think he quit, and that's why they're like, we're done. He resigned. Like yeah, I'm going to retire. He said I'm going to retire. Brian Gumbel's old. He's, he's seventy-five. Yeah, he's my age, so he's old. So he he we wants to spend some of that million dollars that he's made for every minute he's been on TV, and he's been on TV for a million minutes. So past forty years, I think. Yeah, Probably he wants to. You know, he wants to chill out and enjoy himself. That's fair. I'll be so right that, so. That's why the show is going away. Oh, I thought it was HBO canceling it due to greed. No. You know them being cheap. He retired. He let them know he was retiring two or three years ago. And they don't want to try to replace him. That's a shame. Well, listen, it was his show. show. He's the one who brought in Don DeFore. He's the one that brought in everybody who was there. Yeah. He brought in reporters. Yeah, he didn't bring in Talking Heads. That's why it was a good show. They have all, yeah, that's fair. They have all good reports. And ESPN Disney is is has to make money because they're losing so much money on everything they touch. They're losing money. Those the investors are running them. from them. No, the team parks are making money, but their no, TV not. and their movies and everything else are losing money. Yeah. So instead of putting on shows that 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 people might want to hear. They put on idiots like Smith and McCaffrey, guy, uh, guys who just talk about stupidness. You know what I'm saying? And there are a bunch of 14-year-olds who watch the show who don't have money to buy anything that's advertised on the show. But hey, whatever. I'm not running ESPN. I'm not running um, Disney. It's a strong I'm out here talking story. about them like a dog. That's true. And on that note, we're going to end on a happy note with that. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you and yours. I hope people that get the chance to celebrate and spend some time with your families. Merry Christmas and ho, ho, ho. Please follow along with the dad picks. He's actually been picking pretty well this year at 58%. I'm going to keep him track, and I'll be posting his records as we speak on the blog. If you want to follow up with that, that's theuptownparlay.com. Like and subscribe. Follow us on Spotify, Podcast Static, Podbean, wherever you get your podcast. And we will not be back next Tuesday. We'll be off next week the holidays and i hope you spend some time with your families and uh even if you don't have any presents their presence can be your presence and good night and enjoy yourself remember you listen to this show to be a winner because we're giving you winners merry christmas happy new year to all the winners tune in tell your friends let everybody know the uptown podcast reaction show is here for you every monday night just push it into my water every time. <laughs> Later, y'all.